The Start On Demand. On demand. Keeping the faith, and that is what we're going to discuss right now with our good friend Dr. Raymond Abdurrahman from Clinic Psychology and winlove.ca. Raymond, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me again. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good, good. So, if we were to ask you, how do you keep the faith? Are you a man of faith? Uh, yeah, I'm a Muslim, uh, so I would say I'm a spiritual person. I do follow a faith. Um, that's my perspective. Um, but you also know my rants on uh, diversity, and so I think it's really always important to be mindful about uh, having inclusive spaces where everybody can feel included regardless of their beliefs, whether it's a religious belief or it's an agnostic belief or even uh, one of an atheistic perspective. So, so when we talk about – sorry, Loren. Right. When we talk about that idea of inclusivity, mm-hmm. does that mean muting everyone or does that mean giving everyone the opportunity to stand up and be counted? Yeah, I, I think it's the latter. Um, you know, I think what we've tried to do in society is sterilize people from this idea. We don't talk about religion and politics, and so we can never really become adept at talking about the the interesting things that kind of define who we are as people, and we always, and therefore we have conflict. We have conflict when we don't understand how to understand each other. So I think it's about creating spaces for everybody to feel included. And I think in modern day society, we need to be mindful that we are not creating spaces that unintentionally exclude people, which I think we do quite often. Um, and I, I don't think most people walk around trying to be exclusive, but when we only focus on one tradition, we are. Give me an example of that. Christmas. Um, so um, our, our Win Love campaign, um, winlove.ca, two ends, um, talks about one tip about celebrating everything. Um, I think it's become my soapbox. Um, I think my goal is to try to make sure the city or the, or the country, let's start with the city, um, starts to be able to celebrate every holiday in the same way, or at least one representative holiday for different groups in the same way that we celebrate Christmas. And I think that does a lot of things. I think not only does it allow people to feel included if they come from a different background, um, but it also informs and educates those who are not. And I think that's the way we we reduce discrimination and intolerance. How would you go about building that? Because we've even had the conversations about it'd be really nice if we could give a shout out to whatever group is celebrating a, a holiday this yeah. week or the day. And when you start to make the list, you're like, oh boy, like where, where, how would I refine that and then educate people on that? Does it start in the school system? I mean, wh- where would be the go-to place to begin this conversation? Well, I think we could start in multiple places. I don't, I think, I always think that change works better when it starts with leadership and leadership could be media. It could be the government. It could be schools. Uh, it could be leaders in communities. Um, Basically, because what happens is then the people who are from the people who are trying to make grassroots movement usually have to counteract numerous barriers that leaders wouldn't always have. So when you go top down, it becomes easier for people to meet us bottom up. Um, I think the place to start is to build uh, relationships with communities. And yes, there are a lot of holidays, but there's a lot of Christian holidays. And in fact, we notice several of them on our calendar, right? Like Easter um, and Christmas. Um, but I think there's ways to pull in other. Uh, holidays as well too. I think there's a lot of holidays on our calendars right now that reflect, I think, culture not in a modern day sense. And I think if we didn't want to give people more days off, we can always replace certain things. You know, when January came up, uh, the rest of Canada was Family Day and it's Louis Riel Day here in Manitoba, which is a great thing because it it is now becoming inclusive. Um, National Indigenous Peoples Day should be a day off. Um, There's a lot of research that also suggests that our productivity goes up when we have 
more days off. Like we don't have to take every day off, but having more days off is really important because the research shows that as it stands currently, modern day society is overworked. And I think this is a nice way to, you know, for lack of a better pun, uh, kill two birds with one stone. Is it bad that, that we celebrate Christmas the way that we do in this country? I, I think celebrating Christmas is very important. It's a part of this culture. It's a part of so many people's lives. I think we need to bring Christmas back as opposed to the holidays. Um, but I think we can't just do that. I think we need to pull in every other holiday as well too. And most of the time, people are always worried that they'll say, you know, there's so many holidays, um, we can't ever make this work. Um, the truth is, is that most people will fall under a certain umbrella. There's not that many. You could probably count them on one to two hands at most. And we could easily incorporate a large group of people in just a few handful of holidays. I was at, um, I was at the mayoral debate forum on multiculturalism. Um, and frankly, I was disappointed um, because the best answer wasn't the right answer. And, you know, there were people up there, including people of color, who said, you know, well, would you, I asked, would you, how would you work on uh, addressing this problem? And, you know, people said, well, we would never work. Well, we do need less work to begin with. Uh, but number two, we would work. We wouldn't be having that many. I think that's a misnomer. Um, and I think it's a way for us to better understand the rest of society. You know, when I wish someone a Merry Christmas, then the way I celebrate Christmas is not in a religious fashion for yeah, me. Absolutely. It has the celebration of family and, and the time of the year. Mm -hmm. And I never, ever hesitate to wish anyone a Merry Christmas because yeah. of what it means to me. And so is there a possibility, you say more Christmas, not less. Is there a way of, of making it and creating Christmas as a more, just more inclusive under that umbrella in spite of the, the root word of Christmas. Yeah, I, I think we need to be mindful of the history of certain traditions and right. why would one history of tradition trump another? Again, lack of a better word. Um, what we want to make sure that one history, one people's story doesn't kind of overplay other people's histories. But as I'm saying, for me, and I think for an increasing yes. number of people, that story behind Correct. Christmas Eve yes. for a lot of people has been put aside. Yeah, and it's not a religious one. Correct. I get that. Um, but we have to understand the history and the tradition that comes with that as well, too. And it's also, if even we put aside the, let's say, the religious connotations, it is certainly tied to a certain culture. Um, there are there are Canadians of all backgrounds who come from diff with different histories, and why not include that? Now, I'll give you an example. So we often believe that everybody celebrates something at this time of the year, and the truth is that's not the, that's not the case. Um, you know, we'll say, well, what about Hanukkah? Well, Hanukkah is not a high holiday, um, but there are times there are people in the Jewish community who say, well, we go along with it because it helps us gain some inclusiveness. Well, why not celebrate Rosh Hashanah, which is the appropriate holiday to celebrate at that time of the year, um, and have everybody celebrate that? I mean, can you think about the reduction in anti-Semitism if we all engaged in a celebration, religious or cultural or anything, that was based on the history and the tradition of a different group of people? Um, I think that's the way to go. It doesn't need to be religious. I think people are always afraid that it, means, it moves into a religious thing. I think every religion and every people come with a culture. And this is, to me, about celebrating culture. And could I throw in food? 
come yes, come with course. a different food. So the <laughs> yes. menu would look pretty sweet. But how about some shopping and some gifts is good too, right? <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people would argue that the meaning of Christmas has has been lost slash embraced, depending on your point of view, because mm. it it has been so commercialized, right? It, it right. has more to do with this time of year. So I I, I dig these conversations, and yeah. I, I'm glad that we're able to have them. Oh, absolutely! You guys are awesome to have them. Well, with. because we just don't have them often enough, right? right? And and to try and break down some of these barriers. So for you, yeah. uh, you know, someone of a Muslim faith, which, which which holiday should we be celebrating? When would it take place? And if you could create it, what would it look like? Well, um, so Muslims celebrate two primary holidays. Um, there's two Eids. Eids just means celebration. There's a celebration, Eid al-Fitr, that comes after Ramadan. So people fast uh, for a month from sunrise to sunset, and it's meant to teach uh, self-restraint. So you don't you mind your, you know, you don't intake food for a period of time. You're mindful of any kind of biological needs and anger um, so that you learn to control those things. But it's also meant to teach empathy for those to understand what it's like for people to not have. And at the end of that month is, uh, Ramad- is uh, Eid al-Fitr, which, te- which is a celebration of charity, the idea that you give. Um, and so people celebrate. And I think when we think about celebrating, we need to turn to communities. And what they do is typically, you know, they have a lot of food. We give a lot of gifts. People dress up really well. Um, the city of Mississauga did something really quite amazing. They actually gave people free parking on that day um, so that they wouldn't get ticketed because they were running for prayer at like a central hall or something like that. And that's a nice way to kind of do those kinds of things. I think uh, the city's been turning on the Winnipeg sign in different colors. And I think that's a start. I think we go further. You know, um, I had pitched this idea to several local businesses or uh, uh, the downtown, not the downtown biz, the West Broadway biz, um, where they should have lights up at all times of the year. And regardless of people's holidays, like they would turn on. So we knew that something special was happening at that time of the year. Um, I think media organizations can do a little jingle, you know, whether it's for Ramadan, whether it's for Diwali, whether it's Rosh Hashanah. You know, so we learn to market inclusion. Um, as opposed to treating it like it's, you know, some sort of uh, like a token kind of celebration. Mackling McGarry McNabb on 680 CJOB. Dr. Raymond Abdurrahman is here from Clinic Psychology and winlove.ca. It's day two of our series, Keeping the Faith. And we are talking about embracing other cultures, other religions. And Greg, we have a couple of text messages that are sort of presenting opposite views. Yeah, why don't we start with this one? What a great way to start my day with the doctor you have in. My family's multicultural, Ukrainian. Polish, German, East Indian, African, Muslim. We got it all, but to include society as a whole and religious beliefs uh, of all good is harmony for humanity. Thanks. And sometimes when you read those, there's a couple things uh, lost in translation. And then here's the flip side. You can come to someone's country and change their culture. North America is predominantly Christian. We celebrate Christmas. Christmas, quit trying to change our ways. We don't go to the Middle East and force Jesus on everyone. So why don't we start there, work yeah. our way back. You know, those are, those are really good points. Um, I had, um, I, yeah, I've had that comment come about quite often. Um, I think it's important to remember whose country this is. If we were to go back to whose country this is, this is the country of the indigenous people. Um, and so we need, if we were to keep any kind of culture as a standard, it should be that standard. Um, when we think about whose country it is, whether it's our country or other people's country, you know, I hold a citizenship, as do many other people. I contribute to society, and I am not Christian. 
I am not white. Um, I'm a Muslim. I come from a mixed ethnic background, but I would consider this country as mine as anybody else's. And, and the, you are as Winnipeg as anybody I've ever known. Well, I started Win Love. So, right? right? Our team started so Win Love. I just want to yeah. put that out there too. So um, the idea here is that whose country it is, the country belongs to those who live here. And the people who live here, the, the most recent Canadian census poll actually shows that um, about one in three come f- uh, P- Canadians come from a visible minority population. Another one in three do not come from a Christian heritage or background. Um, that being said, so we might think that we're doing better by al- allowing people and being tolerant of different ways. If you go to different parts of the world, if you go to Tanzania, I'll be there next. Uh, I'll be there next month. Um, Tanzania is a predominantly Muslim, like just over 50% is Muslim. If you go to Zanzibar, it's predominantly Muslim. But if you go to the hotels or the restaurants, there are Christmas trees up everywhere. Um, and the reason for that is to make sure that people feel included. And the the Christian population in Zanzibar in particular is a minority, um, but they make sure people feel included. If you go to the Middle East, if you go to Dubai, um, the airport has a massive, <laughs> most beautiful Christmas tree, and it is not the predominant culture or the religion. And the idea here is to make people feel included. Now, there are other countries in the world where the predominant background is not a Christian background or a Eurocentric one, and yet they make sure that people feel included. There, there are many countries in the world that do multiculturalism truly better than we do. And I think that as a country, we might be multi-ethnic, but I think we're not multicultural yet. And I think that's my goal is to take us to that level where we are truly multicultural. The key, I think, to hear in this conversation, for me anyway, isn't that it's about taking away from someone. It's no. about adding to it. Absolutely. So we're talking about Christmas, not not watering down Christmas, but also acknowledging that there are other events that would be just as significant to another culture or religion that, hey, why not put that light up on the street? Or yeah. if it's a tree or a candle or whatever, however you'd celebrate Yes. And, and does it mean I have to join that celebration? No. How can you no. be anti-celebration? You love celebrations. <laughs> exactly. well, I think we also yeah. forget, too, that just the origins of Christmas, and it's changed and it's evolved over the years. It has. And so there's often people who are being offended that they're losing Christmas, but but aren't the ones that keeping the Christ in Christmas, if you follow where yeah. I'm going with that, in terms of its original point, right? And so we are adapting. We, we do have to adapt to modern-day society. I mean, there are people who who don't want to celebrate Christmas and may come from that background. There are people who can't celebrate Christmas. We have to remember that when we push one way of being, we're not just isolating people who come from different backgrounds. We're isolating people who may not want to engage in that. There are, I mean, dep- the levels of depression are very high during the holiday season, and part of it is due to the expectation that we have of what we should be doing. Um, I want to give a quote here. There's a very famous philanthropist from Pakistan, and... Uh, his name is Abdul Sattar Eddy, and he ran the world's largest volunteer ambulance network. And his famous quote is that there is no religion greater than humanity. And, you know, I think when we get back into this us-them argument, we forget the us concept, that we are really a part of a larger group. We may have, you know, the four of us sitting across this table may have different perspectives and different views, but we connect in many ways because we see ourselves as a part of a larger group. And I think that's the key piece that we need to be mindful of. When we focus on just one holiday, what we don't tend to realize is we unintentionally marginalize people. And there's a ton of articles uh, online. You can read them. There's a lot of people who come from different – who have a different Canadian background and will report feeling very isolated and left out during the holiday season that outside of that time – 
they feel so happy and so good. The moment it comes to Christmas, it changes. We'll have much more to discuss this week on Keeping the Faith, but Dr. Raymond Abdurrahman, thank you so much for joining us today. We very much appreciate thank it. You, and man. again, where do we follow Win Love on social media? Winlove.ca. It's at winlovewin. W I N N L O V E. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.